Jay Khaled. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright strike. Woof, woof. Um, this is the X, Y, and Z podcast. Way more aggressive than usual. Um, fucking <laughs> 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 um, I have with me my man, Dean Ira. Hey, I've said it like three times today. Fuck. <laughs> How's it going? And my man, Harry Fox. I can't say it enough. What up, people? Boom. boom. I'm excited for this episode. The boomer on whiskey. Happened about (laughs) two hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's for fourth wall. This is incredibly meta. I'm enjoying it. G'day, g'day. This is Christian. Um, We are here uh, with the X, Y, and Z podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about business travel, which has become an awkward conversation to be had during COVID because travel was virtually non-existent and um and, uh, we we talk about past things and future things but i'm gonna say that the business travel is a metaphor for a classist discussion yeah for sure and and the fact that class warfare has been eliminated by lockdown that's a beautiful it's what we that this is what what you just did harry is what we call foreshadowing in the business and uh, <laughs> thank you very much for doing that um th- th- there's gonna be a conversation about all sorts of things. Um, uh, stay tuned and uh, please join uh, us again on the X, Y, and Z podcast. Wait, 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 Clubhouse. Tell them about that new episode for the later people. We are on Clubhouse. We are on Clubhouse and we're going to do these episodes on Clubhouse a lot more often because I think we had a lot of fun. Yeah, um, this was real. Doing this. It was better than just the three of us, actually. I, yeah, just I, the I enjoyed three of us. I enjoyed my classism cutting people out the room. I was like, fuck you, who the hell is this person? I, I think <laughs> we trained Marcus. That was that's an important achievement. Yeah. Definitely. Shout, out, uh, shout out to Marcus. Dean, I know you're listening. Dean, yeah, Marcus is great. I can see you as a radio producer with a dump button. Dude. <laughs> oh, sorry, you we lost the caller. Bye. <laughs> sorry, this was Kevin. And he said nothing. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about business travels, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and um, I'm, I'm not sure how this is how this is going for everyone here. Uh, business travel used to be a thing. Um, it, it is a, a bit of a wankery way also um, to partake in society. So um, I want to I want to talk about I want to talk about like status symbols for a little bit. And um, these are status symbols that have been taken away from us, like your gold member card at uh, the, the Qantas Club or at Swiss or uh, be it like um, British Airways. I'm so sorry for you. But um, <laughs> there, there is a whole there is a whole thing happening in in a, a lot of companies where uh, people use these sort of we we were ta- we were talking about uh, before about how you can um, level up in in sex and stuff like that business travel definitely one of those things it's super mario for grown-ups and uh, people go like to to um, the lounges and these whole things and they have been standing empty for the last year or like the class system of travel. It's yeah, but but you can it it doesn't matter where you're from. As long as you can spend the coin on traveling around the globe, you can be part of the big leagues. And this is the difference. It's quite in one in in, in a weird way, it's quite achievable because you actually don't have to do anything but sit your ass on a chair. 
Yeah. But you also have to bring the coin to do it. But it is beyond retarded, let's face it. Because it's fucking mental. Because, because it's a choice between sitting in one room or another room <laughs> and not talking to anybody. I mean, like, what, what fucking difference does it make if you're not talking to someone over there or over here? So in the future of travel, how, how does this relate? How do we get Well, in? okay, so here, here's a fascinating story. Um, during COVID, um, one thing that boomed a lot is private jet charter. No way. Oh, wow, yeah. those assholes. Oh, yeah. Okay. And um, it, do you remember um, there was a thing back in January uh, when a bunch of right-wing fuckheads were trying to get into the capital of the United States? Uh, <laughs> do you remember that part? Yeah, yeah. I think I remember yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, it made the news. It was quite of a big thing. And uh, a bunch of guys um, from Florida, a lawyer um, who was right smack bang in the middle of this whole scenario, um, chartered a Learjet to bring her dumb cunts over no. to do this thing. Yes. <laughs> so these were not just toothless pricks that do meth all the time. Yeah. These were cashed up fuckheads um, flying from Florida. Which other state would you think they would fly from? Yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> so we're talking a plane full of televangelists, like... Mm. Right wing. No, prof, uh, televangelist profiteers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were standing on the right side of the coin pocket on this one. Wow. Um, uh, flying over to to Washington um, to wreak havoc. Did, did you know if they had to like, do COVID testing at all in that situation? So um, Florida doesn't technically believe in COVID, so I don't yeah. think that really was a thing. No, it, this is the thing. So you can actually evade quite a bunch of things by hiring those sort of connections yeah. like it it, does, the normal rules don't apply yeah. so they like probably celebrities do a bunch of drugs and prostitutes or sorry not prostitutes, sex workers well we bad. we all remember one of the steens that got murdered by hillary clinton um <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he had a bunch of kids on his plane <laughs> uh the lolita express but oh, um kitty seats anyway, anyway th th that was that was before before covid and and now um uh, private jet uh, companies actually have a boom, which is super wow. fascinating because um, like price-wise, th this whole scenario is bananas. Like we, we all know how much uh, um, a, a flight costs. Um, have, have you ever flown business team? I got a funny story. It happened recently, Christian. This is so well related because like the idea that we're talking about now is that, is that if you have enough money, you can skip all the rules. Right, governments depending on how much you have, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, and I've always been anti-establishment, anti-eat the rich, fuck them, you know, one, two, three, kill the bourgeoisie stuff. Um, recently, I was in Egypt, right, and I'd done my COVID testing and gone through the normal thing. On the way back, I missed the flight. I was a day late. You know, I was like, I showed up on time. I was like, yo, guys, I'm ready to go. They're like, your flight was yesterday. <laughs> I was okay. like, I awesome. was like, fuck. Yeah. Awesome. And I was like, is there any other flights? Like, I need to get back tomorrow. I got work and stuff. I've planned all this. What can I do? They were like, you have to wait till the next day, 3 a.m. Or buy business class tickets back, which is leaving now in 10 minutes. Right. And I'd never flown business class. And the price wasn't that expensive. Thank you, COVID. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. Two class, you know, two business class tickets right now. Let's go. The second I paid... Like I swiped my card and paid for this, these tickets. They were like, come with us, sir. I went through security, passport control, passed all the noobs and stuff. 
I promise you, in business class, the second my ass touched that leather seat, I was like, fuck it, this is how it should be. I'm the best person here. <laughs> and then all the noobs coming past, I'm like, get to the back of the plane, you scum. Did you, you drink stink. champagne during? Champagne. Fuck yeah. The, the food tray was like huge, and I was like reclined for the first time in my life that I actually had space on a plane. Mm-hmm. And then the weirdest thing was is that the knives and forks they give you are, are metal. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're real. They're real. Oh, but, so you and also, you're like a, a tall guy. Shit. I was like, if if terrorists find out that the easiest way to hijack a plane is just sit in business class and use those knives, <laughs> then I was like, people who hijack a plane don't sit in business class. Hey. <laughs> um. So you're also a tall guy. Um. Yeah. So economy for you must be an absolute nightmare. The the distance between the back of my seat and the seat in front of me is exactly my femur bird. Oh my God. It's like, you know, that's the standard economy. If it gets any shorter, I'm sitting, you know, legs up, yoga pose. So, so this was your first business class experience you ever had. Yeah. Harry, what was your business class experience? Never had one. You, you never, never had one? What? Never, I, 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 I mean, I mean, <laughs> never got upgraded or anything? No, but I've not, I haven't done a lot of like, I mean, apart from holidays with, with kids i mean my like 17 years i've had kids so whenever you take kids you don't i mean unless you have a shit ton of money you don't take your kids in business class oh i've seen a guy and and otherwise i haven't had a job i've had one job that okay no i have been i've been in business class once on a european flight so that doesn't count no that actually doesn't count and and uh so, yeah, I mean, basically, I've only ever had one job where I had to do a lot of business travel. So. I was on a flight with a family where the parents were in business and the children were in economy. Oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's funny. Did you guys hear about that? The, the sheikh uh, from Dubai, I believe? He bought out an entire airplane for his Falcons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we have uh, someone from that country we have in a, the room. No, we, but for real, he bought out an entire airplane just to put his falcons on it and transport them somewhere. I'm talking about the birds. Yeah, the yeah. Birds. no, that's that's uh, a regular thing. That, yeah, that yeah, didn't just happen once. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's surprising how used to the idea of privilege and you know experiencing the betterment in that situation is because you know I change from this is so exciting looking around everyone there in business class is like fucking i'm tired of flying this is boring i hate this and i was like oh my god you guys are here in business class this is amazing you said something interesting before though dean because this is where i think you and i see quite eye to eye on this one is it's about the whole classes system we go like oh this is bullshit it, yeah. it doesn't actually matter when it comes to air travel i'm a fucking classes cunt really 100 i'm like Swiss i'm i'm like george clooney in up oh in my the air god. i'm 100 reasonable here i'm walking up to the fucking line at the at the security control like, like family fuck off you can go to one side no fuck no this is this i'm not standing behind those oh cunts like I, I'm, I'm going with the businessman like where, where i have like the ubs suits you know yeah, the ones yeah. that are slightly too wide on the shoulders and and i know exactly this is going to be efficient as fuck if i stand behind that guy really? because he wouldn't even have a fucking belt these are these oh, are wow. the people you thought about do you dress up 100%. So you don't wear like comfortable pants, you're like, you know, suit. No, I would never. No, no, no. I bring them in my hand luggage and then I get, uh, uh, I get changed. <laughs> you, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, I, get, I get changed in the toilet. <laughs> I did but not dude, expect sorry, this. But this is pure rat race bullshit because it, because. It is. Oh my God. 
Because you're going to end up on the plane, which means you're sitting longer. That's Is that funny. all? That's the only thing you gain. I'm not even talking about sitting in business, darling. Like I did this. <laughs> I did this in economy. Darling. I would bring. I would bring my fucking sweatpants and my hand luggage and get oh, get man. changed while Dude. sitting in economy. So I was the biggest douchebag in that fucking compartment oh, in the wow. first place. Everyone around me was like wearing jeans and stuff. It's like no, no, I, no, no. I have a moment that I get yeah. get in my PJs. I asked for lemon, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Actually, you, you reminded me of something. Like one time, uh, you know london city airport like if you if you yeah, i know that one quite if, well. like if you're a pro and you're flying to london you uh -huh. fly to london city because it drops you right in the heart of things but the runway is super short and you get massive crosswinds and we mm. have a lot of douchebags that like like commute to jobs in switzerland but live in london or yeah. vice versa one time I'm on i did that the plane. opposite route yeah and one, one time i'm on that plane flying into london city we're about 500 meters off the ground massive uh like crosswind hits us the plane drops oh, to where we're like fuck are we gonna hit the ground oh no and it was beautiful because a plane full of people that looked miserable <laughs> suddenly went to like oh my life <laughs> and then <laughs> nothing is real <laughs> and then the plane landed people started clapping oh my god they looked like my life had meaning <laughs> for a second. Yeah. Finally, business class gets up and hugs but someone then from then they the all flip back into misery. Yeah, face. because they had to go back <laughs> to their fucking investment banks. And it was, oh, it, no. was a, it was, it was, and it was literally less than sixty seconds. That whole experience really? where you saw a whole bunch of people who hated their own lives all have a sudden. brief moment of reality yes, and then drop back into bullshit. City airport, city airport has a specific amount of misery um, that no other airport has ever had. It is, it, so we were talking about like uh, banker suits before. Uh, so there is a certain level of like gray and blue mm. that you never experienced before. The shades of depression. It, 100%. And there, um, back in the day, there was a lot of blackberries. Um, so <laughs> you, you saw a lot of the flashing red, uh, red yeah. LED on the yeah. blackberry faces. Um, and as soon, as soon as, we, as the plane would get into reach of uh, City Airport, the blackberries would switch on and people start responding yeah. to emails. Yeah. Um, there, there is a certain depressing but aspect to that. Go ahead. Who's and, and what's up? Now, I want to share something on this because Christian, you just like make me laugh because I was like on the other uh, on the other hand of that because for a couple of years I was actually like platinum with um, a few airlines. Because of oh my job. god, you're and you yeah, are above all of us. Different, <laughs> different life, and I would do the exact opposite of what you were doing. It's like one of my favorite thing to you know to do was that I would show up at the airport in like my hoodie and my pink suitcase <laughs> and walking to the lounge. Um, and it was just hilarious to see the look on these <laughs> men, mostly in their suits, pretending they're somewhat important because their company job <laughs> landed them in the lounge and looking at me being like, she's not supposed to be here. Like who <laughs> let her in? And then you could see their gaze going from like me down to my suitcase where you know that's where you put the tag um, can i can i ask you something from your status and it was just funny and then they see the black card and they look again at me and oh they're like God. how well, can i ask you something what kind of suitcase yeah. did you have do you i had like um the the normal like the yeah the the normal carry-on you can have 
but it just happened. Yeah, but what makes wait, like wait, wait. Samsonite? Or? Is it Remova? Samsonite. Yeah. Samsonite. So it it is a it's a branded thing. So it, this is something that I didn't no, realize. Yeah, I don't know, but it was just so funny. Like to see even the staff sometimes. You know, you would go into like the the business, like the the shortcut line, and then they would look at me and was like, "Oh, Miss, you know, this is the this is the line for <laughs> for the, you know." And then I would I would love to just play stupid. I'm like, "Oh, but I I have this card. I, I think I'm." And they're like, "Oh, sorry, Miss, you can go." Oh, that's funny. And it was just you basically so own the play. It was just so funny to see these men just like feeling so entitled. Yeah. What, what I find it's fascinating. It's based on nothing. What, what I find. Fa no, it's based on absolutely nothing. It's a piece of plastic that means absolutely zero. But I uh, even remember once in the, in the business disagree. class, like the guy was like, you know, they, they come and they serve you wine uh, and they, they, they present it like you're in a fancy restaurant. Mm. And once I was I was sat like next to a total douchebag who pretended to like taste the wine and then send it back. And I was like, dude, you're in a fucking plane. Your taste bud are, you know, like, <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Who, who strongly disagrees? The, the thing that the card means nothing. I love my my gold card with Star Alliance. It's, uh, it's, it's a defining part of my personality. <laughs> and I, but you've done nothing for it except having like a company that pays for your travel. No, not true. Most of my business travel is private. No one cares, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Marcus. Sorry, we had to put you down into economy class, Marcus. Yeah, I'm sorry. Marcus is now in economy. Your platinum card means nothing here. Get down in economy. <laughs> yeah, back to back. Yeah, I'll bring it back. <laughs> back to Anne's point, like the idea of entitlement and privilege. I love that you walk into that thing and people judge immediately. But actually, they don't know anything. You could be far wealthier and more privileged than them, and now they're threatened with their bullshit do, ideas. Do, do, what, what, I, I quickly want to go into the layers of this whole thing because there's a reason why I asked about the brand of luggage. Go, go. So it's not just about the card. It, there's, there's like, it's nearly like dog whistling. Um, the, the way that you go, like you, you said before, Anna, the, the way that you um, would dress up, there are still certain elements of how you can portray that you're a frequent traveler. And it goes yes, for also because, like you say, you have these sort of like George Clooney habits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there is that, but there's also like headphones. So this is a big oh, yeah. one. Bose headphones. The Bose headphones. <laughs> Frequent yeah. travelers wear Bose. Mm. There is nothing yep. else. Okay. And um, uh, if you if you wear if you have the, the right type of luggage as well, you get looked at differently by staff. Really. It's super bananas. Like if you if you go like there's the Removas, there there's the the, the um uh, what what's the new one called from Germany? Um, Horizon. I mean, it's everything. Also, just like the way you 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 know you know what to get out of the security control, and you're just like you know people can tell. Yeah. But it's just funny when they when they can't hundred percent like match the image of you with. Mm what you're supposed to look like in these spaces. That is that's pretty, was hilarious. That's been my experience as well, especially with the luggage, because I usually just bring my backpack. It's just a just trekking backpack, so I don't even have a fancy Samsonite bag. It's just a dirty But is that a backpack. laptop backpack? No, 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 it's just a trekking backpack. So I usually do hand luggage only. Yeah, definitely economy. Food. Sorry. Um, Marcus. Thank you very much, Marcus. Downgrade him economy. Downgrade him again. I only I mean, bring a backpack. To me, to me uh, so Anna, I think the thing, like, like, I wish I could have advised you because 
like I would love to have given you some because you, you guys are such douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I actually had it. Okay, no, I, shut I up, Marcus. Getting back down in the economy. We're talking to Anna right now. <laughs> Let's finish <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> we'll bring you back in a second, Marcus. That, like to me, the thing is, uh, like I would have said, Anna, you got to talk in a, you got to pretend you're on your phone in a super boring voice. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we'll do that when we get the Series B rounds and just be dropping all these startup references. Sorry, Harry, you, there was out. way too many octaves in that sentence. You have to say this as flat as you can. Exactly, flat. You just, but the, but the other thing, can I just say? What I loved about the very first lockdown was in Zurich was watching these douchebags in sports cars driving <laughs> around going, where am I going to go to impress people? Yeah. And it was like, yes, motherfuckers, your whole thing means nothing anymore. There's no one that is looking up to you. We're all at a level of equality. We all in our shitty flats that in your flat might be bigger or smaller. You're still going in. This is partly the reason why I'm bringing this whole topic up. And uh, you can bring Marcus into the fold again. Bring uh, Marcus back. <laughs> Marcus, <laughs> watch you. yourself. Um, this is partly the reason why I'm bringing this up. Because um, for people... I think it's very peculiar for the financial industry. There, there are some other industries as well where um, that whole, the, the business travel lifestyle was kind of like, you know, a batch of success or something. Important, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they had a moment because, I mean, they, their wives hate them. <laughs> so uh, they, they at least had a moment of pretending to be somewhat important yeah. and maybe have a, a, a moment of feeling alive when the plane went mm. sideways for 10 seconds or something oh, like that. Side, side anecdote. There's a crazy article I read like 15 years ago about a carpenter who would make furniture for business travelers that looks the same as the stuff you got in the hotel. So he would make them cupboards with those special coat hangers that you can't remove. Like he would, he basically he made a thing for business travelers where they could recreate their hotel experience at home because that would help them sleep. Harry, yeah. I have a Swiss Air trolley dolly cupboard <laughs> in my living room. No, you Turn don't. around. Christian is a customer. Oh, oh fuck, God, he does. <laughs> Those it's things are worth that is a shit. That's like ten grand right there, probably. Shit, it's not, but um it says Swiss Air on it, people. That was that's an original. That's yeah. funny. I've always tried to steal from them when they come by. I stole I, I stole glasses. Like back in the day when Swiss Air was still a thing, I actually stole drinking glasses from them. Maybe we can put a picture of that on Instagram. Yeah. Christian, I know if you've been in Australia. Did you ever steal the Qantas pajamas to give you in business class? We're See, wearing this them is right now. It's funny that you say that. I never flew Qantas. I always flew Virgin because I'm like cool. Oh, um, you didn't get the pajamas, the kangaroo. No, it. no, I want, I want the kangaroo pajamas. They look awesome. It's, it's literally they that. Are. It's gray, gray Qantas pajamas with a massive kangaroo on it. Anna, what what is your Australian connection? Because I'm hearing a little bit of a, a twinge of Australian or maybe New Zealand in this your is really on top of you. We just we just yeah. I I I did live in Melbourne for a few years. Ah, so you, that was that's part of your business travel thing. <laughs> yep. Cool. I was an expat there at the time. Okay. All right. Oh uh, yeah. Back to what you were saying though, Anna. Uh, I love the idea that you know all these kind of conventions and status and business class versus and classism all is bullshit you're on a plane 
if it crashes, everyone's going to fucking die at the end of that day. Yeah, not just that. It, it, I find it, it, it's just like we've reached a point in human, like, like go back a thousand years. If you had shit tons of money, you got a castle, you got slaves, serfs or whatever you call them. You got to sleep with women before they got married. You got all kinds of crazy bonuses. And now, basically, life is good for everyone, at least in the West. Okay, there are some parts of the world that need that yeah. need more, and hopefully we're going to get there. But the, but the thing is, it's like your way of showing that you're better is to sit in a plane with a slightly bigger seat. That's what makes it for you. Like, Yeah, you're right, Harry. At the end of the day, COVID has shown us another reality another thing that we've lost as humankind this idea of bullshit i I fully i fully agree with you so how how are we gonna make a first class internet okay (laughs) (laughs) well um they're trying to do that harry and you know it it's uh, as soon as soon as um uh what's it called the um the, the internet being controlled by businesses where you buy your your speed and stuff. Oh as yeah, a yeah. Internet, internet uh, net, uh, neutrality. Neutral, neutrality. Thank you. Um, the 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 one thing that interests me. So, because y- you say the exact right thing, Dean. It's all bullshit. We all know that it's bullshit, but it's kind of nice. Like if you're if you're on the right side of the you fucking totally curve, you you're feel all, like you're oh. This, is, this is great, man. I'm getting I'm getting a free chin and tonic when I go yeah. on onto the fucking plane. And you feel like, no, Dude. that's totally worth 500 bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I, I used to fart in first class on the way to the economy <laughs> just to kind of get back at them. Do you know how many people do this? Really? I have I have had so many conversations with people. It's like, whenever I have to walk through business class, this yeah, is when I, I hold up my farts yeah. Yeah, yeah. and this is when I let them out. <laughs> You I walk through that aisle and you just yeah. let one rip. But you know, That's you know so the funny. crazy thing is, is it, like, like this is a conversation I used to have at home with my mom weirdly as a kid because I grew up near Southampton, fairly poor city, but these guys would always vote right wing. It's despite the fact that they're shooting themselves in the foot. And the the history of England, you had like like aristocracy, lords, ladies, whatever. Then you had the Industrial Revolution and you had like a new class came along. And the moment you had a new class that kind of crawled out of the gutter, they immediately started to shit on the people below them. And, we, <laughs> and, and that's like a, it's like, it's like a human tragedy. So yeah. again, like government like, do it. Like, I hope that we all get a basic, a, a, a basic good standard for everyone. And then the rest of it is just like, whatever. Spe- speaking of human tragedy, have you ever been on EasyJet? <laughs> I will never go on easy. Sorry. I love easy jet. Sorry, how are you, Harry? Hey, how are you doing? We didn't hear. I from want to you. ask you about Hampton because I have a girlfriend in Arabia. Both her parents hold a PhD uh, from the UK, and she got her masters from Southampton. Oh my God! All her sisters have either PhD or they're highly educated. And she's so dumb. (laughs) 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 She's 38. I I swear to God, she thinks like a 16 years old. I said, how, what kind of school? Is it, is it uh, globally recognized as Southampton college you graduated from? (laughs) Because she's, she has no idea about nothing. She's Mm. uh, a marketing major and she has zero knowledge in business. 
I even one time I showed her article and stat that she said, I don't want to see that anymore. I graduated already. I said, come on, you have a wow. master's degree. She, she's an idiot. <laughs> You're okay. I so guess, you, so you've you've actually nailed something, and actually this is beautiful that you heard because you're the first person who's not English to actually tell me what I've known for like thirty years. So I I am in the in the '90s we had something in the UK called the brain drain, and what that was was like people that had half a clue got the fuck out of England because what we saw happening uh, was like. A, an empire in the final stage of decline. And I can tell you the answer to why this is like that. So Southampton University on paper is a very respectable university. It's not top level, it's not Oxford and Cambridge, but it's like one tier below that. But here's what happened in the UK. So uh, we used to have this system called O-levels, A-levels, and I was lining up to do my O-levels. And these were really fucking hard. You had to work hard. Then Margaret Thatcher came along and said, we need to get better education. So what they did is they flipped the system into something called GCSEs. And these things you did, you could get like an A with zero work. If you had <laughs> half a brain yeah. and that was like a trickle up system. Mm. After that, they had to undermine the A-levels because like now they have kids that don't know how to do anything coming up to do A-levels. That fucked up the A-levels and it went up like I, when I got to university, we were the first generation of this. And I we, we had professors saying like, you guys don't have basic mathematical skills yeah. why are you even in university so they had to take the first year of university to teach us the stuff we should have learned like two years ago and and so by now like and this was we're going back like 30 years now by now <laughs> england is a country of retards run by retards wow. which is which is, and and that's why well, i, I can see that in bojo yeah i, I can level this up harry because so, happening now uh, only england i mean look at the u.s I've graduated from the U.S. Where, where did you graduate? On experience, I've been to three different universities in the U.S. Okay. And I noticed something. It's not about being an American university. There are only a handful of universities. I don't know, maybe Harvard, MIT, well, you know. But the rest are all commercial, meaning if you pay, you'll get the degree, but it, you're not really, uh, how, how am I say it? If you work on yourself, Get an outside sources, work, you know, like in an intern, you might be smart enough to do the job. You can't, you, you can't just go so, by, you know, sorry, sorry. Do, uh, maybe <laughs> buy a, bro a project, you can pay uh, a gift to a professor, you can work your way through college and graduate, hold a degree from the US and an idiot as well. You can't, so it you can't, matter. yeah, you can't d make the mistake that education equals intelligence. It's not a thing that works out for example harry uh, in south africa like we've also had that situation where they were lowering the pass rate uh, yeah. so you could get i think it was 35 percent, right so matriculants are graduating from school with 35 percent and then not getting tertiary education and guess who one of those people were the president <laughs> wow <laughs> jacob zuma failed the fucking school completely i think he failed woodwork at some point <laughs> how can you fail woodwork exactly so we were talking about um, the idea of change or in business travel and also education. So perhaps COVID is another opportunity where these things are now developing online. For example, we have access to education online, which is helping further that and removing the idea of access to causism.
universities where people with money can afford better education. You know, now people with money are not traveling anyway. So it's like it's changing that way. It's all, yeah, it's all. I brought it back for Christian. Harry. It's all Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. That's the future. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the one thing that I'm a little bit afraid of is actually that um, travel is now becoming more classist. And for a while, for a while. But the thing is, there's been a number of instances like politicians in the US who, wait, 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 come on, Dean. Politicians in the US said we need stricter measures, then they go straight to a restaurant and get photographed. Like they're having to creep around like little stealth monkeys. And eventually their their funds are gonna run out that they can keep hiring private jets. And they don't even feel good in a private jet because there's no scum to look at. Like, like uh, eventually it's just, it, this is going to run for another year or two and then they're just going to get as bored as the rest of us. Uh, um, I think it's even worse than that. Like, um, mobility becomes a luxury. That's that's probably where where this is going to go down to. And, and I'm not talking about, like, um, the, the vaccination passport. I'm literally talking about the affordability of travel. Because the one thing that's going to happen, and this is what we can see already is that there's a lot of, um, be before 2020 travel was incredibly cheap, like getting from one point of the globe to, to another transferring from continent to the other was insanely cheap. Is it going to be never? More expensive? Yes. Never has travel been cheaper mm. before COVID. Yeah. And but now we are ending up in a situation where, all these um, assets are basically drying up. All these industries are disappearing. And we are no longer in a situation where we can afford that type of travel. My biggest fear is that um, the affordability of travel will change. Like we will have to pay much, much more to do these sort of but things. And mobility is, is, is an urge. That there is a reason why travel was so cheap. We wanted to travel. We I wanted to make it cheaper, though. I'm going to flip this, Christian. Buy yourself a horse and cart. We know we're fucking up the planet. It's probably a good thing that <laughs> we're, not, we're not racing around in jet planes. And, and also, like, these dudes in private jets, like, 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 basically, we're reaching a level of equality where the scum, in quotes, which <laughs> is all of us, uh, at some point, if you get caught flying a private jet, we're talking, uh, we're pulling out the guillotine. Like, and not yet, <laughs> two, three, four years okay. from now, if you're pulling that shit, get on fucking Zoom like everybody else uh, and, and yeah. deal with the shit. There's also no more demand for travel, so wouldn't that make it cheaper, though? Christian? Yeah. That's exactly where i disagree i okay. think the demand for travel is still very much alive like people still want to go there you just went to I egypt just, yeah. just but slow, it was a lot cheaper than just slow it down yet. christian try walking to davos that's going to take oh, you a good, travel, a good three days to get there that that's totally fair that's and totally fair it, it might it be, be it might be an amazing experience it might be a different way of how we experience travel my point being that for kilometers traveled we will be spending more again and that's the first time that is happening since okay. 100 years. All right. Um, we had a lot of fun. Um, this was basically a trilogy of our first little um, <laughs> like, outing. Like the Lord of the Rings. But yeah. Like worse yes. and worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more <laughs> they go. I think we have all hairy feet by now, like little hobbits. 
is okay. okay <laughs> Dean's never read the Lord of the Rings. I, I so. feel a little I bit have. like you know, you I know. read The Hobbit. It did not deserve to be a trilogy, but just like this episode. Hobbits have hairy feet. <laughs> yeah, but they have big hairy feet. Yeah, and I have hairy feet now after doing ten episodes in yeah. one evening. Random fact: um, they used to have those feet as slippers, so they would just wear the bigger feet in the movie. Hobbit feet. Yeah. <laughs> Random fact: I feel like Peter Jackson, who didn't shower for the whole editing process. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. must Here, have been Harry's one, doing it. He said he would. One Jeez. tough studio to work in. Can I just say at this point that I fucking hate editing? Um, Harry's doing it. Really? No, in general. Do you, do you enjoy editing? I, I get a satisfaction out of it when when you're done. Of course you do. I do. I just feel like well, that was the nitty-picky process. Mm. And I'm glad the listeners right now are learning this because it's for fucking no reason. But it's not even just the podcast. Like the, the podcast it is doesn't one. matter. <laughs> do no. the, let's do the outro, please. But this is why I'm a service <laughs> top. Please, let's just end those guys. This is why I'm a do service top. We're Ex- starting outro. a new episode here. No, we're not. Do the editing. fucking outro, please. Today's episode is on outro. editing, editing podcast. <laughs> okay. Fucking hell. We've traveled far and wide and we have come to this and it was a great journey. Thank you for joining us on the X, Y, and Z podcast. Boys, this has been this has been a couple of really interesting conversations. Yeah. I feel like we added air miles today. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. Uh, see you guys later. Thank you. Join us again <laughs> on the XYZ podcast. Subscribe um, on all the channels. Or uh, go to the XYZpod.com. Dot com. <laughs>